Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, a weekly coaching clinic you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome back to our interview series, episode number 208. I mistakenly said last week was 208. I was wrong. This week it's 208, and I am pleased to have on Kellen Burr, the head boys basketball coach at Donovan Trumbull High School here, just just north, just a smidge north of Hastings, Nebraska. Uh, do you claim to be more? Uh, you're kind of the the DMZ between Hastings and Grand Island, aren't you, Kellen? Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, you know, you can you can go to a fast food place in, in either one of those, and go to the grocery store, and then come on back. And uh, yeah, um, I'm actually from Trumbull. Uh-huh. Um, Originally, that's where my family family's farm is at. So yeah. um, we've always went to Donovan Trumbull, and uh, yep. really enjoy um, sending my kids there now too. Very good, very good. Well, uh, before we get to Coach here and 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 his uh, his team and his journey and and his philosophy and all that type of stuff, we of course want to thank our founding sponsor, Cosac Chiropractic, located at 144th and Maple here in Omaha. Coaches, if you or any of your athletes are struggling with balanced neck or spinal issues, have them go see Dr. Kevin or Dr. Heidi. Give them a call, 402-964-0300. Follow us on Twitter, at a pen and a napkin. We try to put out daily coaching tidbits on the Twitter handle, so be sure to follow us there. And I know I haven't done a very good job with that, but we have been running crazy with games and scouts and everything. And so I will be back on the napkins, I promise you. It will happen. It's just I got to give the bulk of my attention to my own team right now, and I'm sure everybody understands that. So, But we will be back there. Uh, follow us on iTunes. Uh, download or Spotify. Download, rate, review. Give us five stars. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, the more that you do that, if you give us a good review, if we get a lot of people reviewing, when people type in Coaching Basketball Podcast, we can kind of move up the chain a little bit there. So want that to happen. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Kellen Burr, head boys basketball coach at his alma mater, Donovan Trumbull here. Coach, how are you doing this fine Sunday afternoon? Uh, doing doing great. Kind of kind of getting to catch our breath just before we go into a, a real big two-week run here. Mm-hmm. Um, we head into our conference tournament, so mm-hmm. um, hopefully we'll play three games there. And then um, the week after that, we have three games with three really quality opponents in uh, Holdridge, Wood River, and then uh, Omaha Concordia in uh, – the Heartland Hoops Classic. So okay. big two big two week stretch here where where we're gonna um, play a lot of games and not have a ton of practice time and I'm sure the kids are looking forward to that. So <laughs> uh, at least you started this runoff here with a little sugar rush from your nephew's birthday. Maybe give you a little bit of burst of energy going into this, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Anytime you got got that many little kids running around, uh, you know, mom and moms and dads need the sugar rush as well. <laughs> Absolutely. So well hey Kellen, uh, let's dive into this the way that we usually do tell us a little bit about yourself uh tell us about your basketball journey obviously you're an alum uh at the school that you're at there so uh just just tell us uh how you ended up uh being the head boys basketball coach at donovan trumbull yeah yeah no i went to donovan trumbull graduated in 2008 um went to hastings college um was on the basketball team there for a year uh coach lance creech was there um and then kind of after a year i just just decided i didn't want to i didn't want to do that anymore and so i just went to school and, um, you know, being away from basketball for about a year, I just kind of got the itch, um, to help out. And I had a a little brother's class that was pretty good that was going to start moving up. And, um, at the time Dave Oman was the head coach at Donovan Trumbull. And I just asked if I could, uh, um, volunteer my time, um, being a college student and just kind of start to learn what that was all about. And, um, one of the first couple practices, a principal walks in and says, hey, we're going to let you assistant coach our junior high program, too. And um, truth be told, I, I didn't really want to do that. And then they said they could pay me a little money. So I was all in on that as a college <laughs> kid. So. Funny how that changes the perspective a little bit, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. So um, after that, it just kind of became an addiction for me. Um, you know, I was helping out with junior high games, uh, you know, C-team games, JV games, sitting the bench on varsity games. Um, had a few parents asked to, um, you know, coach some junior high travel teams. And, you know, in January, as I was looking back, and, you know, I was being a part of 50 games sometimes in January. So it just, wow. it was something, um, you know, I could do, and I loved doing it. So um, I was the assistant coach um, for five years. Um, Steve Hartman, um, who I, I consider a mentor, um, 
was the head coach um, just prior to me. And then I, uh, once he stepped down, um, just kind of said his his fire was going out a little bit and, and just needed to step away and um, interviewed and got the job at Donovan. And now I'm in my ninth year as the head coach. Um, and, you know, just kind of looking back where I started and how young I was and what I thought I knew and didn't know. It's just, it's been a fun journey. And um, I've really enjoyed a lot of the relationships, you know, obviously with players and, and parents and community members, but also, um, you know, people like, like yourself in the media and uh, other coaches around the state. It's uh, really a lot of fun to be a part of. Um, kind of something that's a little bit interesting. Uh, I don't actually teach at our high school. Um, I'm a, I'm a farmer with my, my dad and my brothers. So, um, it's just kind of, you know, out, out of the tractor and into the basketball court and off the basketball court and back into a tractor. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun though. Uh-huh. Um, seems like there's never any downtime. Yeah. Uh, in your nine years, uh, what is probably the, the number one thing that you have learned uh, that you didn't expect to learn uh, when you started out in the job nine years ago? Um, you know, that's a really good question. Um, that's why they pay me say, the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would say just how little like X's and O's are really going to play a part in, in what you're doing. Um, I had made a comment uh, several people, you know, three or four years in that I should have got a psychology degree. Um, just, I think that's the part that I didn't expect, but now kind of realizes, uh, you know, as a coach, you're putting kids in stressful situations. You're wanting to see growth. Um, and sometimes that requires pushing them out of their comfort zones. And, um, you know, kids are dealing with a lot, um, nowadays. And so just being there for them, uh, mentally and helping them grow into people um, is probably what I didn't expect. Um, but just year after year, um, un- my understanding of, hey, this is a bigger part of it. And, um, you know, if you can get the kids all on the same page and um, help them along if they're having any issues, um, you know, I think that's the bigger role than making sure that we're, you know, guarding the ball screen um, a correct way. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that's probably where I would go with that one. No, I, I would, I would, without a doubt, not disagree with you there. You know, it's uh, you see a lot of stuff, and I, I mean, I yeah, I put X's and O stuff out on on Twitter, uh, but uh, it is the the relationship building, the constant communication that you have to have, the reaffirming of roles, uh, the you know those type of things. I, I think that is uh, so vastly underrated uh, by you know, coaches as they start out into it and the X's and O's are, and again, the X's and O's are important. You got to be able to run stuff. You got to be able to execute things, but, but in order for that to really work at the level that you want it to, you got to take care of a bunch of stuff that have nothing to do with the X's and O's, uh, in my opinion. Yep. Yep. And I, I love the X's and O's. I love, um, you know, a, a pen and a napkin, that whole concept of sitting down and, and, you know, drawing plays, um, seeing if we could do this and do that. And, um, I, I love that part of it. Um, so I don't want to downgrade that. It just, um, that was just kind of the part that I didn't expect and, mm-hmm. um, quickly, quickly learned, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you had, you had, uh, mentioned, um, you know, being there and, and you're, uh, one of your biggest mentors uh, is a guy that uh, I've spent some quality time with, Mr. Steve Hartman. Uh, yeah. he, he was at Beatrice when I was at Scott for quite a few years, and Hart and I, we, we, we had a good time together, just a great guy. Uh, tell us a little bit about Coach Hartman, uh, what he's done for you, uh, you know, how he's helped you out in your career, just all of those different things, because Steve is just a one of the most genuine, uh, good-hearted uh, coaches I've ever been around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. He's a great guy. Um, you can have a lot of fun with him. And, um, you know, just when I, when I had gotten involved, you know, I was, uh, young and had some vinegar in my veins and wanted to ask questions and learn. And, and he was always very, very receptive and would, would share his insight and details. And, um, you know, he would always respect my views too, as a, as a young guy that didn't know anything. So I always appreciated that. And, you know, I just look at, um, where our program is at now and how many things 
that he instilled um, are still there. I mean, he just coming from Beatrice, um, you know, he was very successful with the girls program. The boys program was really successful there too. Um, and coach Hartman just laid the foundation for our youth program. Um, you know, creating a youth league that we still run today, um, creating a youth kind of, um, stepping stone where, you know, you become this age and we start doing this and we start doing that. And, um, really just taught me how to, um, you know, kind of set up, um, your future through your youth. And, uh, you know, I still keep in touch with him. Um, he, he helps out, um, one of my very good friends in Jeremiah Slough at Grand Island. So, um, it's definitely still an ongoing relationship. Um, and I, you know, just really appreciate him and, and, uh, how much he helped mold me into the coach I am today. Yeah. You know, is that, uh, I don't want to say it's a requirement, but, but just how, how helpful has it been to have somebody that you can just lean on and call up at a moment's notice? And, and, you know, the heart's the type of guy that if he says, you know, if he doesn't have an answer, he'll tell you, I don't have an answer, but at least, you right. know, you got somebody you can lean on that you can trust and somebody that's going to be also a, a truth teller to you. You know, how important right. is that to have? Oh, it, it's, it's huge. I mean, experience is just something, you know, you can't teach, you got to go through it. And, and he has a lot of experience with situations. And, um, I had to call him, um, earlier this year with a situation, um, in our youth program and which direction we kind of wanted to move it. And, you know, I, I called him because he had, he had seen it before. So, um, having resources like that is, is huge. Um, you know, he just, he really showed me the way and, and laid the blueprint for, um, getting the kids in the gym and having a good time and, um, you know, I think that's a really important piece to this. Um, if you can do that or at an early age, mm-hmm. uh, you, you're, uh, you're an alum, uh, you've come back and, and like I said, you're, you're a, a unique situation to the North. You've got Grand Island to the South. You have Hastings, which right. for Nebraska are, are two good sized towns. Uh, but, but you've, you've got this little niche in between the two. Uh, you know, what is, what is it? Uh, or I shouldn't say what is how how important is it and 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 what are some things that you've you've done to build support within the community to help grow the program and and one of the things that I saw as I was getting ready for today is one of your kids said you know basketball is a pretty important thing here in Donovan uh, you know so so what have you done to kind of build this whole thing up to to uh, make it uh, what it's become. Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to, to everything with the youth stuff. Um, you want to create a positive um, experience. You want to provide an experience for everybody you can. Um, and, you know, I, I, I believe Caden Dedimore said that last year, that quote. And, um, you know, that's a perfect example of a, um, a kid who's a senior now. Um, he had an older brother who was a really good player for us. He has a little brother who's a freshman. Um, we, we have really good families um, from Donovan and Trumbull. And uh, they just um, – they, they help keep it going. I mean, we, we got parents that got to coach our youth teams because we don't have um, – people to hire to do that and there's not enough people looking to do that um so it's it's become a family um what do i want to say here it's it's become a family um job i guess you could say but um everybody really loves it we travel really well um our support groups are are amazing and um you know sometimes i just got to step back and look at how full our stands are whether we're um on the road or at home um you know it's got people talking that our gym isn't big enough anymore and and uh, so we're trying to pass a bond deal too and and that's always fun to talk about but um, <laughs> yeah i love talking about property taxes and fun <laughs> stuff like oh yeah well Oh, oh joy, oh bliss! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back, um, back to the original question. I think um, just just building a group, um, group by group, and, and having seniors come back, and they they seem to really support um, the program and what it's about, and they they hope their little brothers and their friends are successful, and and uh, that that's um, really important to me. Mm-hmm. Coaches, you know just as well as I do that we're always looking for new and different ways to motivate our players and programs but sometimes it's hard to find that perfect source that we're looking for. Over the past 25 years, I've collected hundreds of handouts to help motivate my players and programs, and now I'd like to share some of my favorites with you. The A Pen and a Napkin 101 Best Handouts Booklet is now available to you for only $15. In this booklet, you'll find motivational material for all types of situations and individuals to help you communicate your values to your players and programs. 
For ordering information, you can either DM me on Twitter or email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com for details. Coach, you, you've you've got a great situation uh, this year. You guys are are, are playing really well, uh, but that was to be expected because you know you you made it to the state tournament last year, uh, and you've got all five starters back, which is uh, this doesn't happen very often. You know what? Uh, as you prepared for this season, uh, how was it a, a different experience for you? Because Usually, there's one or two key pieces that are missing from one year to to the next, and you've got to figure out uh, the equation, the the geometry, the the changing of things, what you're going to emphasize, what you can and cannot do. Uh, but you, you've got a lot of the same team back, and and like I said, all five starters back. So so how was this off season perhaps different than maybe some other off seasons as as you prepared to uh, really bring the band back together again intact? Yeah, um, you know, we, we had a lot of fun this summer, too. Um, kind of a unfortunate scenario was um, Jack Poppy, who is our, um, you know, all-state sophomore, um, really, really good player for us. He was out most of the summer, missed almost all of our stuff but um, with an injury, but he still went. Um, he was still a part of it, um, and that, you know, if you were going to look at the blessing in disguise, really made other people have to step step up and in, into different roles. Um, one one coach at a summer camp was like, how many sets do you install for the summer stuff? And it's like, well, we have everybody back, so all these guys know it. Um, you know, like you, you mentioned, usually there's a couple of new, new people that you got to get caught up to speed. But um, we really just stepped in into this summer. And um, one thing we talked a lot about was we knew we were probably going to move up from C2 to C1. And, um, you know, we put no excuses on the back of our shirt. And so we just talked about, hey, like, we're going to be in C1. We need to accept that. And we got to understand that, um, you know, there are 16 teams that all deserve to go to state. And we really need to hone in on on some things um, to win the big game. So um, it was it was good from that standpoint. We actually took a, a two teams down to Kansas University and played in their camp. And that was a really cool experience. Um, I'm a really big Kansas basketball fan. So it was probably a b- <laughs> bigger, important experience to me and another of my uh, coaches, but um, it was cool to get to coach in the field house. And, um, you know, we also have, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think here off the top of my head, seven or eight of our top eight or nine um, all play AAU basketball and we have more than that in the program so our kids were extremely busy um, throughout the summer um, working on their skills and and uh, I love that I think it's great that they go and they play for different coaches and see different competition and, and have to figure out the game and and then uh, when it's our, our season it's our season and everybody's on board so mm-hmm. um, it was a lot of fun this summer mm-hmm. uh you know, some coaches, and I think it's better than it was 15, 20 years ago, but a lot of coaches uh, really don't embrace the, the AAU side of things. But the, the longer I do this, the more I'm like, hey, if they're playing, they're playing, and we'll figure it out after that. But they're, they're getting reps, they're getting practices, they're getting, uh, you know, they should be getting good fundamental work with that. So, I, you know, I, I, I'm guessing you, you play that the same way at your place. Yeah, yeah, um, we we definitely support kids going. Um, we've always had really good relationships with um, all the AAU programs in the area. Um, they usually stick to July stuff, and we usually do all of our high school stuff in June. Um, you know, there's been a couple instances where, um, you know, a kid might have an AAU practice and we have an open gym, and, you know, the first time I encountered that kind of struggled, I kind of wanted to be selfish and say they need to come to our open gym. But, um, just like you said, as long as they're, they're playing and they're getting the direction you think they should get, um, you know, I, I don't mind our kids, uh, missing an open gym to go to their practice. Um, we do about three or four team camps and, uh, the kids always are able to make those. And, yep. um, it's, it's definitely a balancing process, but, um, it's, uh, it's one we got to work through. Yeah. Uh, You've been to the state tournament three times. Uh, haven't been able to get to that uh, the, to the level you want to be at there. You know, it's and it's hard to do. Uh, you're hoping for a ret- return trip this year. Uh, what are some some things that you've learned in your previous trips? 
to the state tournament that if you're fortunate enough to make it again this year, uh, some of those lessons that you might apply to to you and or your program or just whatever it may be to to hopefully maybe that's the thing that nudges us over the top as as we head down there the second weekend of March. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I kind of made a comment last year, or if, if I was saying some of the things I'm saying now five years ago, I'd probably slap myself. But just with where our program's been at, um, the expectation just keeps getting raised. Um, in regards to the state tournament appearances, uh, we we played in the the 2020 um, state tournament where COVID had just come out that week, and um, it, you know they only allowed so many people in sure. and we, we were playing brld who was on a like a 48 game winning streak they were the two-time defending state champions i mean they were just they were a lot so yeah. us getting there and running into them was uh you know just unfortunate there's going to be those teams that just are are our powerhouses so um there was that one and then the next year we didn't even make it to a district final um had a had a tough sub district and um, didn't get a wild card. And then the year after that, um, we make it down and we, we run into Grand Island Central Catholic. Um, and it was a good game. Um, that's a team we're very familiar with. Our kids play with their kids and AAU stuff. Uh, a lot of respect for Coach Martinez and his team. So sure. um, just kind of a 50 50 game and it didn't go our way. Um, and then last year, um, we played a good Tri County mm-hmm. um, team. And we're leading going into the fourth and then in the fourth, the wheels kind of eventually fallen, fell off. But um, yeah, we, we've talked about trying to qualify for state again and, and what we need to do when we get down there last year um, was definitely one we've, that's hard to go back and watch as a coach just because you feel like it just slipped away. Yeah. Um, not to take anything away from Tri County, but there was a lot of things that we took from that game, focusing on them this summer and then even, this season um we just have to understand all the little coaching cliches are 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 actual real things like hey every every possession matters and it's really hard to get kids to understand that but um having gone into a big game and and having lost a big game and um being able to look back and go hey we need to do this this and this i think the kids have done a nice job of understanding that um and you know our schedule is uh not what it used to be um and we just haven't been pushed for a while so we've uh, we've been splitting equal in practice and trying to push our, ourselves that way and um we we were doing our best to make sure the kids understand we're going to be in big situations and we've got to um understand what we need to do to execute in those mm-hmm. so some coaches shy away from talking about getting to the state tournament, you know, let's just, let's just worry about today. And we're not going to talk about state. We're never going to talk about state tournament until we get, you know, that type of thing. Uh, where are you that on, on that, you know, are you putting it out there from day one? It sounds like you're putting it out there from day one and how have your kids responded, responded to it? Yeah, we just kind of consider it a goal. Um, me personally, I'm not extremely superstitious about talking about it. So like, you know, little things with our secretaries, like we reserve the rooms and, um, you know, I'm sure the t-shirt guys will start hitting me up to get a design going. And, and, uh, really I've just considered that to be part of the process. And, you know, if you don't make it, then, um, that's okay too. But if, and when we do, we're prepared for it. And, um, yeah, we don't talk about it like every day, but, um, it's definitely something that will come up, um, you know, maybe say once a month. Um, and, and, it's just a, a program goal um, that we want to make it to the semifinals of our conference tournament. And then we want to make it to a district final. And then um, we've kind of added to that um, where we want to make it down to Lincoln and we want to, we want to win a game. And that, that actually came from the kids. Um, I'm not that forward with that goal, but yeah. um, this group is just very um, hungry to do that. So um, that was great to get that from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh you had the opportunity, and, and I've been fortunate enough to do this as well, uh, Kellen, to, to get selected to uh, coach at the Nebraska Coaches Association All-Star Game last summer. Yeah. Um, just a, a, a really neat experience it, it was for me when, when I was down there. Uh, just really enjoyed it. Uh, yep. Just a lot of fun. Uh, you know what? What was that? What was that experience like? Uh, did did that give you a little shot shot in the arm and in, in confidence that 
hey, maybe I might be all right at this, you know, type of thing, you know, uh, just to get that recognition from your peers. I mean, just just tell us a little bit about uh, that personal recognition for yourself. Yeah, no, that and you're you're absolutely right. That was a, a great experience um, to be involved with. Um, you know, the 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 coaches. Um, you know, I got to know your boys' coach in T.J. O'Connor mm-hmm. um, pretty well, and Joe Hesse from Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family, and uh, Lucas Albrecht, who's at North Platte. Um, you know, created those relationships that I would have never had with it. Um, you know, for me personally, um, it, it did mean a lot. I almost didn't catch the email in time if i'm being honest i had, <laughs> had kind of not read it and i had gotten a reminder and then i i clicked on it and um yeah it was it was really cool um i was kind of you know uh wondered why me a little bit and then one of my friends had to go hey do you understand what your team's records have been and you guys have went to the state tournament and all this and um you know when i sat, sat back and looked at it and you know, the, the amount of success we have had, um, you know, it's, it's not extremely common. And I, I guess for me, I just get to where I just kind of check the box and move on. And, and, uh, but it, it did mean a lot to me, um, to be selected for that. And then to look back and go, yeah, our program has, has had a lot of success and, um, it's been a lot of fun to be a, a part of that success. Um, and back to the, the, the coaches all-star game, um, great kids the the quality of basketball was was really really high um i was a little bit nervous going into the practices wondering like hey do i need to do this or am i supposed to be doing something different and um you know the kids got into it yeah no we do something like this at our practice so that, Mm -hmm. that made me breathe a sigh of relief but yeah just a great opportunity and if anybody's ever selected i would i would tell you you're really gonna enjoy it yeah well and and i think part of it is if you're selected, uh, your your peers are looking at you and they're saying, not not only is that guy doing well, but but he's doing things the right way. You know, uh, right. I, I think that's part of the process. I I, I don't think, and and I think m- almost everybody does things the right way. There's a few select few that have a reputation, and whatever that right. is, that is what it is. You know, but. Uh, I, I think that's part of it as well. Is is your peers are looking at you and saying, "Hey, you know that 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 Kellen Burr guy from Donovan Trumbull. He's uh, not only is he doing well, but but his his kids play the right way. They play with respect. They they do things, uh, you know, with with the best intentions. You know that type of thing. And I think that is also a, a massive compliment to any coach that gets selected for that type of situation. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of people that have said a, a lot of really nice things about the program and about myself. And, um, you know, I'm not great at taking compliments. So I think that's where I struggle with, with, um, you know, just coming out and saying how successful our, our teams have been and program has been. But, um, you know, I'm probably not as polished um, as a lot of coaches. Just, you know, the job you guys are able to do being teachers and coaches I can't tell you how much I respect all of you guys. Um, there was a brief stint where I was going to go back to school to be a, a teacher, and um, we hit lesson plans, and I was like, it's it's not that bad a life farming. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so like you, you guys that do all of that, teaching the kids and coaching, um, it just it blows me away, and um, I really respect everybody that, that, that does that profession. Um, I'll be the first to say you all are severely underpaid, so um, we can get that one going as well, but um, yeah, no, it, it, sorry, I guess where I was going with that is I'm not as polished as, uh, you know, like with a mission statement and stuff like that. I don't necessarily have that. Um, the expectations that we try to hold our kids to um, when, when you kind of peel it back, like there are a lot of really good things that we're teaching our kids and trying to help them hold themselves accountable. Um, probably that service project that we did with the, um, the all-star kids where we went and uh, packed lunches, um, that was really moving to see them, um, how many kids had done it already and versus kids that had not. Um, and just, finding a way to be 
a really good basketball player, but also give back to your community and others. Um, I, I think that was something I took away. And, and uh, we, we've talked about doing that this summer with our team and mm-hmm. going to a, a food bank and doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to correct you that I did get into education for the money, but, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, we can we, we can split hairs there, you know, um, you know, at my at my second you know, second home uh, on the lake. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah you know, I, that's that's where I keep that stuff. So, I, I thought we weren't telling lies on this show. Uh, uh, no, no lies. <laughs> Who says I'm lying? Uh, I also, I also tell my students I used to be in a boy band and uh, God, yeah. what else? You know, uh, yeah, other things. And again, when my wife hears this, she's going to throw up a little bit. So you know, but, but that is what it is. That is what yep. it is. So. A pen and a napkin university videos are just another way that a pen and a napkin can help you become a better coach. Our university video library is constantly expanding with topics ranging from interviewing for a job to full court defense to 25 universal truths about coaching. Our university videos will help you round out your skill set as a coach and help you hone your craft. Videos are $10 a piece with bundling options available. To order, you can DM me on Twitter. Send me an email at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com or order from our website, a pen and a napkin.com. Be sure to check out the a pen and a napkin video library. Coach, at, at, at this time, uh, we're going to switch gears here a little bit. Uh, we're going to jump into our John Wooden quote of the day. So, uh, Kellen, you want to talk a little John Wooden here? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Uh, From Wooden, A Lifetime of Observations here, I've got a quote from the book. I'm going to read it out here and uh, uh, give you a second to think about it and tell tell me what you think here. And and yeah, we'll just just chew the fat on this one here a little bit, all right? Yep. Okay. So uh, from page 117 of Wooden, A Lifetime of Observations, the John Wooden quote of the day is, Listen to those under your supervision. Really listen. Don't act as though you're listening and let it go in one ear and out the other. Faking it is worse than not doing it at all. A good motto is, others have brains too. Okay. I guess I would take that as uh, I need to listen to my assistant coaches. Um, Also, uh, what, what is the other quote that kind of reminds me of that one? Is uh, listen to all who try to give advice, but don't be careful whose advice you choose. Something along those lines. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's where I, I kind of mm-hmm. go with that. Like, I need to look at myself as kind of the CEO of the program, and I need to listen to my assistant coaches. And further on that, I need to listen to my youth coaches and. Um, actually make make sure that i'm i'm listening not just kind of head nodding them yeah where 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 would you go with that one well i i think you know one of the things i tell my my coaches all the time is and, and i even tell this to my players uh i will always listen uh doesn't mean i'm going to agree but i'm always going to listen to you uh right. we we had a this past week, we, we uh, had a game against a, a team that our kids are very, very familiar with. Uh, and, and I told them before we even played, I said, uh, listen, you know, if there's any team that you kids are going to know a lot about, and I really want to hear your opinions on, you know, how to guard them or, you know, this, that, or the other thing, uh, it would be... This team, you know, you, you, I know you kids know them very, very well. Some of you have played some AAU with them and, and et cetera. Now, if you make a suggestion, I'm going to listen to, you know, how do we guard this kid or what should we do here on this out-of-bounds play or whatever. But doesn't mean we're going to agree. And, and I think that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest uh, 
selling point I think that you have to have and and something that you have to make very clear with your players, your assistant coaches, whomever it may be, uh, just like we do with our administrators. You know, <laughs> we'll say, hey, right. I really think we should do this. Well, if you've got a good administrator, they'll, they'll hear you out. And if they agree, obviously they'll do it. If they disagree, they'll give you a reason why. And, and you just got to roll on with it. And so I, I think uh, sometimes and sometimes we get a, we can be a little bit myopic as as head coaches and and I know I if you do this job long enough Kellen you know just as well as I do sometimes you get a little something stuck in your head and you you can't you can't change it in your own head and so it's hard to listen to other people's opinion about this that or the other thing and so you you, you I I've I've tried to do that I've I've always wanted to do that I hope my assistant coaches over the years have 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 believed that um you know, and and it's always something I've kept in mind. And, and and the other thing I've always kept in mind is assistant coaches, they want to be there. Obviously, they wouldn't be right. here if they didn't feel like it was something that they were passionate about, something that they wanted to uh, contribute to. And, and so when they're when they're coming up with ideas, whether it's a good idea or a bad idea, it's coming from a place of they're trying to help the overall product do well. And that's that's a, another way you can look at it as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really good. Um, definitely what you said about the kids um, knowing their opponent better than we do sometimes. Um, yeah, we, we had a game earlier. Um, St. Cecilia has always been a rivalry for us. Sure. Um, and our, our kids actually get along really well unless we're competing against each other. So uh-huh. um, there there was a moment where I had to tell one of our kids to stop talking to the other kid. <laughs> uh, just because it was a nice conversation, like they're friends. And I'm just like, hey, man, like we got we to... Like we're competing right now, so um, that was a funny moment. But um, absolutely, like the kids' input, um, you know, it's it's their team, it's our team, um, and they know things too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're absolutely right. Like uh, just having having that idea, where like, hey, I'll listen to all your ideas, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do what's best for for the whole team, not just um, you or this thought. But yep. um, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, Coach, let's let's dive into uh, some of the stuff that uh, you said you you would be willing to talk about. Let's let's start yeah. with this, and you kind of talked about it a little bit already. Uh, your your off season setup, uh, what you do with your kids outside of the season. Uh, you went down to Kansas last year. I assume you took a look at Naismith's uh, thirteen original rules for basketball, or was it twelve or thirteen in that little wall safe over there? I can't remember what it was, but uh... it was under construction, unfortunately. Oh. oh. <laughs> God, this... yeah. I'm sorry, man. Uh, nope, that was about the only negative of the trip was uh, we couldn't we couldn't see that part yeah. of the stadium. But our our um, our, our oldest went on a, a campus uh, visit when he was a junior in high school, okay. and so we went down there and went went into Fog Allen and and got a chance to check it out, and that that was a pretty cool deal. That that was yeah. that was neat to see. So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about your off season setup, what you, what you do, obviously you're a, a smaller school. So I'm guessing there's some sharing of athletes with other programs and, and working around with n- not only other athletic programs, but, uh, you could speech and debate kids, you know, whatever it may be. Right. And, uh, but, but you also got to get your time in. Uh, so, so tell us a little bit what, about what you do at Donovan there. Um, you know, I'm going to let you cook here, and sure. if I if I need to in, interrupt you or if I've got a question to ask, I'll try to do so as politely as I can. And and uh, just yeah, just tell us a little bit about what you've what you've done to, to continue to build the program there. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, that, so with being a farmer, um, April and May is uh, ridiculously busy for us. So I'm I'm very hands off. Um, during that time and we always we've we've been having our youth camp and um i say youth camp it's it's, it starts for first grade and we we say it goes to our our seniors but um it's designed for our first through eighth graders we do that the uh tuesday wednesday thursday friday right after memorial day and then we we have like um basically just like high school practice in the morning um with our kids and that that's where we install um like hey we want to be able to do this this summer um and then you're right i'm working with our our football coach um has, has been great uh, jordan connor's a great guy to work with um if you play football and basketball at donovan and trumbull which is a lot of our kids uh you are extremely busy in june and i know i'm half the problem but um we both kind of just work on the philosophy of like uh we don't want the kids to be 
feeling like, hey, why aren't we doing more? Um, so um, after Memorial Day, um, we we do not do leagues. Um, we, we've tried leagues. We go back and forth on leagues. And um, we just started doing open gyms on uh, – we do – Wednesday nights and uh, we get a really good turnout. Usually we're anywhere from 15 to 25 kids. Um, and we just get a, get a play. Um, it really was just one less thing that we had to get organized and go do. Um, and we try to go to a one, one camp a week is what we shoot for in June. Um, and we had never done an overnight camp. Um, and after that experience last year, we're going to look into trying to do at least one a summer. Um, it was really good team building. Um, your coaches just get to kind of hang out. Um, we all love our families, but you get away from them for a couple of days too. And, and it's just basketball. Um, you get to hang out with the basketball kids and, and that was really great. So, um, we also do what we do. We do, uh, youth open gyms twice a week. Um, as long as we can, the girls staff kind of, um, controls those for one day and we control the other one. Uh, we just go for two hours and it's for, uh, one session supposed to be for sixth through eighth grade boys and girls. And then, uh, the next session is, uh, third through fifth and, um, you know, hit and miss. There's a lot of things going on for kids, but I usually say as long as we have, you know, four kids, like we'll just keep having it. But, um, we do that all through June and then the 4th of July is kind of, like and detasseling starts we have a lot of our kids that detassel um and that that makes it hard so once july rolls around we just do open gyms on wednesdays like i said before a lot of our kids are playing aau um that's a good stopping point for our our youth stuff too um so we're not piling it on other people and um, i actually have a a former player in uh, keith and stafford who's trying to get our legion baseball program um back going so um that's another thing that our kids are going to be doing and uh great kid to work with work for and um i think that's the biggest thing is um we all understand we're sharing a lot of the same kids and um you know just having mutual respect for um each other's season um Mm -hmm. you know it it is is important and working with those guys and good people is is awesome um that makes a lot of it go yeah you uh you, you mentioned a little bit of your youth how much uh, you know, how important is it for you to, especially in a smaller school, to tie in your youth stuff with your with your high school kids? Now, you, you can't have your, your senior or junior stud posting up a seventh grade kid right. and, and, you know, yeah. dunking on him or, or something right. like that. But uh, you, you also want to to have that in the summertime where there is some exposure back and forth, uh, A, to to give the younger kids something to shoot for, no pun intended, but also <laughs> to teach your younger kid or your, your older players about being a role model, how to handle uh, leadership opportunities and, and stuff like that. I, you know, is, is that something you talk about as well? Yeah. Um, probably more with our high school kids. Um, when we do our youth camp, I always ask for help and uh, sometimes I have to tell them they're helping but we've also had kids that, that wanted to help too, um, which is really good. Um, kid that comes to mind right off the top of my head is a senior, uh, Jaden Williams, um, who thinks he wants to go to school to, to be a teacher and a coach. And um, he was very willing to, to just step in and, and help out. And I think one of the more important things we try to make sure our high school kids know is like, hey, there's a lot of eyes on you. Um, and they can sit in the front row and watch you. Um, I'm not sure how many of them turn on ESPN to watch, you know, LeBron and, and, and Steph and them, but um, there's a lot of little kids that come to our game and just understand like, Hey, like, Hey, being Jack Poppy, Hey, being Jane Williams, Caden Dedimore, like that, that's a, that's a big deal. Um, and I think our kids do a really good job of, uh, you know, giving high fives to little kids and, um, you know, making them feel a part of it. Um, and it's just kind of, where the where the program has taken it, um, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us uh, as we as we talk about this and developing the program. Let's let's piggyback on that. And let's roll right into your youth stuff. I, mm-hmm. I think those, you know, your 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 high school off season development and then your year round youth program are are the two 
uh, biggest things that you can do within a, a small school program to, to get your program to where you want it to be. So, uh, so you, you've kind of talked about how the two are kind of linked together. What are some things that you do yeah. with your with your younger kids as well to get them to that point? Yeah, um, you know, we start as young as kindergarten, second graders. Um, we we do three Sundays where um, it's free. Um, you, boys and girls together and you just drop them off and you can you can sit around and watch them and or you can just not so Mm -hmm. um but we're just introducing the game um doing a lot of little things again that's that's one thing that coach hartman um taught me to do i would have never thought how to do that and like we're covering stuff as simple as uh picking up a basketball and you know learning learning to, to catch with two hands and you know we try to mix in you know what a, what a pivot is and what it what it's not but i guess our goal is you know we play what we call coach ball um just to kind of get the flow going and it's amazing um you know kids that come when they're a kindergartner and a first grader by the time they're second graders we're about ready to just let them play organized basketball and they know how to go up and down and i think that's the important part um so we start with that um try to have a really good relationship with our our boys and girls youth coaches um they for the most part we are able to have a team in every grade um you know somebody should write a book on youth sports and all the different (laughs) scenarios on how you got to split it and chop it up because i mean we, we we've had those scenarios too where you know we don't have enough what do we do with these guys oh it's, and it, it's like splitting the atom isn't it yeah, yeah yeah it really is and every year it's different and um you know you, sometimes you have too many kids so you need you need two teams so how do you go about splitting that i mean there's just so many different options on how to do it but um we really just want kids to be given an opportunity to play but a lot of our youth coaches will play in a league in hastings before christmas um we do a three-week um developmental league at Donovan. I think we had 28 teams in it this year. Um, we have, sometimes we have all of our coaches playing it. Sometimes they would rather go to tournaments and that's, that's cool. Like they're putting in the time and if they have the funding to do it, like be my guest, you guys can take them wherever you want to go. But, um, if they'd rather just do our, our three week league, then they can do that. And then, um, I would say, like one of the better things that, that we do with our junior high kids is before Christmas, there's a really good league that was uh, um, started by uh, Doc, uh, Doug Stevenson, who passed away last year. Um, and now it's called Doc's League. Um, Tino Martinez is kind of running it for him. And it's um, held in Hastings now. And it's you get two games a, a Sunday before Christmas. And we've had teams playing in that, oh gosh, for... I, 15 plus years um that was something that doc really cared about and um so we, we miss that guy and and uh, glad his legacy lives on and something he loved doing in his uh, junior high league um but we we as our high school staff um we we hold those practices with our junior high kids so we're starting to set the mentality then um we only have one or two practices a week and then they get handed off to our junior high coach um mm-hmm. who i um Drew Bivens does a great job. Ben Gearing does a great job. They are, um, both of them have been on my high school staffs at different points. So they're, they're hearing the same things that, that I'm saying at high school practice. So I think that's really where we get our kids set to, Hey, this is the expectation that, um, coach Bird is going to have at practice. These are the drills that you do. Um, this is some of the terminology you're going to hear and they're going to start hearing that in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think where else we go with everything. Um, really, really appreciate our youth coaches. Probably can't say that enough. Yeah. Um, the amount of time they put in um, and just what whatever they're willing to do, I mean, is great, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would generally say usually 25 to 30 games for our youth kids is, is plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, usually if you can tell them it's the last tournament and they say, no, we want to play one more. That's probably a really good time to just call it. So they, they keep interested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you want them. Uh, I tell our, our youth coaches, I tell our, our junior high coaches, if, if you've got nine kids on this team, your number one goal uh, needs to be all nine of those kids come back to play next year, you know? Right. Uh, yep. And, 
you know, you and I, again, are very in very similar situations, small schools. Uh, our, our net to fish with is not as big as it would be at, in your situation, Adams Central or, or Hastings High or something like that. So we've got to keep as many kids involved as long as we can uh, because the, the kid that's awkward and clumsy in sixth grade uh, could very well develop into uh, a, a solid player by ninth grade or 10th grade. But if, if we cut the cord too soon or if they have a bad experience, we can't afford to miss out on too many of those type of kids. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I always kind of jokingly say you never know who's going to be six, five, but in our case, it's nobody so far. So <laughs> we're, we're due eventually <laughs> at some point, at some yeah. point, at some point you'll get one here. So yep. <laughs> want to know more about a pen and a napkin and all the resources it offers. Go to a pen and a napkin.com, a great resource for any coach at any level. In addition to our A Pen and a Napkin University video library options that are available to order, we have hundreds of pages of notes, from one-page handouts to book breakdowns to original coaching notes. We also have coaching links, a full catalog of every A Pen and a Napkin podcast, and ways to contribute to the growth of A Pen and a Napkin. Apenandanapkin.com is a coaching resource that will help you become a better coach. Let's... uh. Let's uh, go this direction here, uh, Callan. Let's uh, let's yeah. let's talk a little bit. And you you put this down, so I'm gonna put you on the spot here, buddy. Uh, I, I know this this point of the year, uh, it's been a long season. You got snow, you got weather. Uh, it's a demanding sport. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, this is this is about the time of year where at, at times you can have some some parent issues, uh, and whether it's real or or undeserved, you know. Um, sure. You know, and and you, uh, you you try to communicate as best as you can, and and you you try to put things out there. Uh, you know what uh, what are some things that that you've done that you think uh, you guys do well there at Donovan to communicate with your parents uh, to create a positive environment. To uh, you, you're never going to have every parent on your side. You're never going to have everybody seeing things the way that you see it. So. Uh, you know what? What do what what advice do you have for coaches out there when it comes to that? Or what are some things that you guys have done there in your program? Yeah, um, we try to do a really good job of explaining where we're at to our parents in our parent meeting, which I think everybody holds at the beginning of the year, um, and just kind of explain what you know where, where our numbers are at. Um, you know what what level is going to be designed for for what people um, and. I usually tell all of our parents it's okay to be upset with me. Um, I mean, they have to be parents first, mm-hmm. um, and, and their kid is their main priority and, and that I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes before and I've had, um, you know, parents, uh, let me know that they didn't like it and, and that's okay. Um, I'm human. I make mistakes. Um, there's been some situations that I didn't handle correctly. Um, there's been some situations where, you know, hearing my side of the story has helped, um, fill in a few gaps. Um, as far as like communicating with our parents, one thing I do, I was actually doing it before you called me here, um, with so many people going all over the place. And like you said, canceled snow games. I try to send out a weekly schedule to all of our parents on just when, when and where practice is at, um, when and where games are at or leave time or Jersey colors. So I try to send those out every Sunday, um, and just give a rundown of the week, um, and just give parents like a, a hard copy to look at of, okay, my son needs to be here at, at this time and they know where their kids at. Um, you know, parents ask a lot of really good questions. Um, that email that I send out, I'm able to, you know, include a lot of information that they don't have to text me about anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just being open and honest um, with parents is, is the main thing and being a good communicator. Um, the door is definitely open. Um, and then you just try to let them know, like, hey, it's okay to be upset with me. Um, you know, see if you are in 24 hours and, and, um, talk, talk to your son. Um, let's see where he's at on all this. And, mm-hmm. um, we, we can definitely meet, um, and just understand it's a matter of respect. Uh, we, we use a 
trust triangle. Um, when, when I talk to the kids and the parents of like, Hey, I'm, I'm trusting you as the kid going home to mom and dad and trusting you as the parent to have a little faith in me and my side of things. And, um, then, you know, it, there, there's three points of it. So that's on the player, that's on the parent, that's on the coach. So, um, I've, I've gotten a lot of compliments on how I communicate, um, with parents on where kids need to be. And, and I think that helps everybody out. Um, but yeah, just yeah. got to understand I'm human too and mistakes will happen. Yeah. I, I, I really like that. Kellen, uh, you know, one of the, I added, or I have been able, one thing I added this year and one thing I've been able to add the last few years, you know, uh, because of my seasoned and experienced state, uh, you know, I, uh, and, and I've had, three my wife and i have had three kids go through um they're all three in college they're all completely out of high school they went three different tracks you know one of them was really into like speech and debate and mock trial and that type of thing uh the other one was an athlete uh and our daughter was uh into like drama and choir and those type of things so we've covered the the gambit of the potential activities avenues and and one of the things that I'm really able to say to uh, with with confidence as well, uh, look, everything that you may feel, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I've I've felt and I've I've walked a mile in your shoes without a doubt. So uh, believe me when I say before I talk to your daughter or before we talk to the team or whatever conversations that we have. I take a look at it from that perspective because I know what it's like to be on the other side. If if my child came home and the coach said this, how would I take that? You know, type of a right. thing. And again, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to make mistakes. I, I'm still going to make mistakes. Uh, the the other thing that I added, and especially this year, was kind of the first year I really put it out there was, you know, your your child is is going to come home frustrated occasionally, right. and that's okay. Uh, sometimes they need to come home frustrated because they they need to fight through some things and they've got to figure it out uh it's it's not the end of the world they will work their way through it but you've got to allow them to work through that frustration and if they're doing well then you know that frustration may come from you know coach continues to push me coach continue well I, I'm, I'm pushing you there because i i think you can i think there's more there and if and if i don't if i think you're doing if i think if I think you're giving me everything you got, I'm going to tell you, hey, I love what you're giving me. You're giving me everything that you got, and I can't ask for any more from you. Keep doing what you're doing. I love what you're doing. You know, that type of thing. But yeah. I, I, I think those are two situations uh, that that I've adopted or adapted to my philosophy that, I, again, it's not perfect, uh, but I hope it's helped. I hope it's helped right. in, the, in that dynamic of things. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's really good feedback. Um, you know, I got, I've got three daughters. The oldest one's seven, so um, just part of another hurdle being a young coach is you know, I, I haven't walked in your shoes, and um, you know, ho- hopefully, being on the side that I am will help me um, understand why and where some things are happening um, on my daughter's journey through whichever path they take. But um, yeah, that's that's really good feedback. Um, it's probably something. I talk to coaches about, I wouldn't say the most, but like it's in the top five. Um, just, just say, hey, how, how do you handle this type of situation? And um, it's an important situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and we just keep working and learning and mm-hmm. um, yeah. hopefully I'll keep improving as well. Yeah. And, and then you think to yourself when you're not sure, what would Steve Hartman do? <laughs> That's <laughs> absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, another important aspect, let's wrap up here, Kellen. Another in- important aspect of, of the end of the year, of course, is, is scouting and getting prepared for opponents. Not to say that we're all not doing it uh, for the first two months of the season, but obviously uh, we all now have double digits games available for everybody to watch and, and really break down what we're doing. So, uh, you know, what are some ways that you, you, you and your staff scout? How do you communicate your plans to your kids? Uh, just kind of go through us the the Donovan Trumbull philosophy on that. Yeah, um, during COVID, I actually got to listen to a podcast or podcast a Zoom interview um, of Chris Beard. Okay, and he was just talking about how how he 
scouted people. And one thing he said that really stuck with me was like, he wants to know everything he can about the other team. Like did, did the kid's girlfriend just break up with him and, and like anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the question was asked, like, what do you tell your players? And he's like, Oh, I have to, I have to simplify that. It has to be very, very simple that they can't know everything that I want to know. So, yeah. um, we, we try to do that with our kids. Um, I want to know a lot about our opponent um, to possibly just put tidbits in, in our kids' ear, like, hey, watch watch for this set, um, watch for this tendency. Um, we try to do a really good um, job identifying the other team's best player um, and tendencies. Um, have a great coaching staff. Um, you know, I, I have a Doug Rader who, um, this is his second year. He had been a college assistant for 10 years before that. So that was a great pickup. I would recommend that to everybody out there because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of those. And, um, you know, Jeff Barnes is a, is a guy that's been with me for seven years. I mean, we speak the same language. Um, we know how to label our label kids. Um, and then Ben Turner and Scott Dangler are, are volunteer guys. Um, we all see the game about the same way um there's a there's you know is there five sets of eyes so it's been really good to um have something new brought to the table in adding each of those guys but um yeah we 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 like to label kids you know can you can you shoot it can you drive it can you only drive it one way and then um try to also pick out the kids that like we have to check out um check out or cut out um you know, try to find the other team's favorite sets. And you know, our scout team's really good at running everybody else's sets in practice. So um, if you can show kids something that's, uh, if they see it in practice before they see it in a game, it just helps um, cover it and just make sure they understand, like, hey, we're doing this. Um, you know, we played Central City twice a year for how many years at a really high level. So um, Coach BJ Blaze is a great guy, great yep. friend of mine. Yep. Um he and I have, uh, you know, learned from each other um, on what we need to do here and there. And um, that part of the game is, is extremely enjoyable to me, uh, scouting and then how do you apply it in the game and, you know, what somebody like, you know, Coach Blay is going to do um, to try to slow us down or confuse us. And, you know, and then I got to take that back to the drawing board and we got to prepare our kids for that. So um, I'm not sure if I actually answered the question at all in there. No, Just a no. lot of ramblings, but... Um, yeah, scouting is something I really enjoy. Um, I love live scouting, um, but you know, part of aging, you know, it's it's more important for me to be home with the girls. So sure. we, yeah. we we will watch a lot of games on on uh, TV. So. Yep. Yep. Um, how, how do you present it to your kids? Do you, do you have a, a form? Oh, yeah. uh, do you uh, how how much film do you watch with them? You know, how do you how do you uh, present that that data or or your your game plan to the kids? Yeah. Um, so we do a scouting report sheet. Um, it's probably more for me and the coaches than it is for the kids. Um, just label the number, the name, um, what they might do. Um, it might, you know, it might say, Hey, this kid can shoot it. And this kid can only drive right. Um, just something simple there that we can also yell, yell out on the court. Um, if you've ever watched me coach, if a kid is really right-handed, I'll be yelling driver, right, driver, right. And that tells our kid to jump on his right hand and, and, and guard that way a lot better. Um, and then we, we give a little rundown of what they're going to try to do offensively, defensively. Um, and then we, do a little rundown on how we want to attack them um, offensively and defensively. Um, always a page. Try not to go over a page. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another page of uh, calls. Like we'll try to pick up calls, and and that that's really for our our coaches um, to know what we need to get our kids to know. Um, as far as film with our kids, we try to we try to put together a clip um, or. I would say 15 to 20 clips of our opponents would be a lot. Um, probably 10 to 15 is more realistic. Uh, we'll just show them, you know, tendencies of players, maybe some set plays. I really like to watch those, like, before we get on the bus um, or at halftime or halftime. After the JV game's over, we always kind of meet and try to help get our kids focused on the varsity game. And we'll watch um, our opponents then. And it's it's never more than about ten to fifteen minutes mm-hmm. of those clips. Um, we'll watch ourselves more often, um, just with the way we have to do practices yeah. um, with our two gym setup. And so we'll watch maybe forty five minutes of film 
maybe once a week with our kids. But um, we also tell them that we can see how much film they're watching via huddle. And we just try to tell them to watch 15 minutes of film. And uh, our kids do a really good job. We have several kids that watch several hours of film. And that's that's something I think is just kind of part of the culture at Donovan Trumbull. The football team uses uh, huddle really well. The kids know how to maneuver it really well. And, um, you know, that's something that they do. That's not something we're making them do. Sure. Awesome stuff, Kellen. Uh, you know, if, if folks want to know more about your program, want to know more about you or whatever, what are, what are some ways that they can, uh, you know, find that stuff? Yeah. Um, I, I have Twitter and Facebook. I'm not very active on it. Um, but yeah, anybody can shoot me an email. It's, uh, Kellen Burr at gmail.com. And my name is spelled K E L A N B U H R. Um, would, would love to, to talk to anybody. Um, obviously this time of year is a little bit busy, but, um, feel free to drop me an email and I'll, I'll eventually get back to it. I promise. Okay. Awesome. Well, hey, Kellen, uh, great conversation today. Uh, you, you said you weren't a, a huge podcast guy, but uh, I hope you uh, hope you enjoyed your time on a pen and a napkin here. Yeah, no, this has been awesome, and uh, I definitely have listening material for a while with uh, 208 episodes to catch up on <laughs> in the tractor. So this is awesome that you do this, and I really appreciate it. Well, while you're planting here in in April and, and May, you know you you'll have uh, more than enough to to keep you, and hopefully my nasally Italian voice won't drive you too too bonkers. So, nope, I look forward to it. Awesome, awesome. So, well, hey, coach, hold the line here a second. Just got to wrap up a couple of things. Uh, again, Kellen Bird, the head boys basketball coach at Donovan Trouble, has got a really really good program going out there right now, uh, and and they're well on their way to to giving themselves an opportunity to make another trip down to the state tournament. So. Uh, Great conversation here today. We, of course, want to thank our founding sponsor, COSAC Chiropractic, uh, located at 144th and Maple here. Again, if you if you ever need any chiropractic services while you're in uh, the Omaha area, give Dr. Kevin or Dr. Heidi a call. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at a pen and a napkin. Again, uh, you know, we try to put out those daily coaching tidbits. Been a little bit crazy. Uh, I apologize, but, uh, yeah, you got to take care of my crew first here. So uh, download, rate, review this podcast. Again, give us five stars. Any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me at penandnapkin at gmail.com. Go check out at penandnapkin.com. It's a really good coaching website. I like it because I made it, and that's just the way it is. So, coaches, just keep working your tails off. It's the stretch run. Uh, keep battling through here. Coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day 